So I'm going to take that no, I'm going to have a quick cry in my dressing room, and then I'm going to figure out what that no is allowing me to say yes to. Welcome to the Artist Becoming Podcast. Hey, Jess. Hey, Shelby, a five, six, seven, eight. Join us in weekly conversations with performing artists across stages, studios, rinks, fields, and screens. Every conversation, a chance to dive deep into the story of their becoming. All right, Shelby, let's get on into it. Welcome to another episode of Inside Out, Small Chats, Big Topics, where together we discuss some big topics that are circulating our industry, those ones that we just don't usually get to talk about. We're going to share some personal insights, stories, good giggles, nitty-gritty challenging sides of the industry that we just don't usually sit with. And if you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about, DM us your thoughts at artistbecoming on Instagram or send us an email at artistbecoming at gmail.com. Hey, Jess. Hey, Shelby. We're back, you guys. Next episode of Small Chats, Big Topics. We are super excited uh, to be bringing another conversation to you all. And this one is going to be on the topic of speaking to your director, using your voice. (laughs) (laughs) Big mood. We're here to overcome that. That's the purpose of this conversation is to talk about what makes us want to get out of the conversation and what will allow us to step into it fully, wholeheartedly to maybe share some experiences where we didn't feel comfortable to use our voice or where we learned an empowered way to use our voice. Um, This can stretch across a whole a slew of topics. It's not just director. It's teachers, it's mentors, it's ballet masters, it's choreographers, it's colleagues, it's company dynamics. It's about learning how to use your voice. So knowing that, Shelby, I guess the question to ask to you is, what was your experience with finding your voice, using your voice, um, speaking to your directors or um, to other sort of authority members in your performing arts career? And what has been your journey in terms of the discovery of that voice and the challenges associated with having those conversations? Thank you for that question. This topic is so important, um, specifically because performing artists doesn't matter the modality, we're experts in nonverbal storytelling, whether you're an actor, a Broadway artist, a dancer, and it's just separate, of course, if you're singing or if there's dialogue um, involved, but for dancers specifically, we're not practiced in using our physical voice. We can tell you a whole dramatic story with our body and not one word. And then when it comes to walking into a director's office or having a conversation with your teacher, your, your boss, I mean, whoever, your colleague even sometimes, It's just this like, unfortunately riddled with anxiety experience, which is more normal than not, right? Because it's not something that we practice, right? And the more you practice something, the more either comfortable you become in it or comfortable you become not being comfortable within it. And I know that that sounds like counterintuitive, but that's very much a thing. I tend to be a more outspoken person. I have been since I was a kid. I remember being at SAB and one of my teachers nicknamed me like the mayor of B2, like the mayor of my level, because when she would ask a question as simple as like, okay, girls, like, do you want a waltz or like an adagio? And I'd always be like, obviously a waltz, obviously always a waltz over adagio. 
but like at that point in time, I was one of the only people willing to answer the question. And it just became, it came, became obvious to me that like, oh, maybe this isn't such a normal thing to like answer questions when you're asked them, you know, we're, we're such like eager to please type of personalities generally across the board with performers. You're so hungry for an opportunity that often it comes at the cost of like saying how you really feel. Um, say what you mean to say, like, just did something you got to practice and it's not easy. And even if coming talking comes naturally to you, it's still not easy to walk into a director's office and to have a conversation. Um, Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, throughout my dance career, Nikolai Huba at Royal Danish Ballet had a very open door policy as an artistic director. Um, and that having been my first professional experience, I found that that was very refreshing. But just because the doors open doesn't mean you're actually going to walk through it and advocate for yourself. Oh, you know, and in most cases, the door is not open. It is jammed shut, y'all. No one's trying to let you in there. Get out. <laughs> Don't even come in. Get out. So it's, <laughs> it's a practice. It was different at Boston Ballet. It was different talking to my professors at Columbia University. I still get nervous, nervous sweats all the time, for sure. Having those hard conversations where you're speaking up for yourself. But one of my colleagues in Boston Ballet told me that whenever she had a meeting with a director, she would bring in a note, a notepad with all the things she wanted to talk about, like straight up have it with her, read off of it. At one point, she even told me like, I said to him, I'm probably going to start crying because I'm a very emotional person, but I want you to ignore the tears and please listen to what I'm trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. And I just thought like, yes, like just say it like it is. We're going, we're, it's going to be emotional. Like we're artists. We're, we're artists. Yeah. But doesn't mean you can't not try to get in there and be your best advocate because in this industry as a whole, like you are not only your best advocate, more often than not, you're, you are your only advocate, you guys. <laughs> it's taken me a lifetime and a retirement to figure that one out. But like, that's the truth that that's the truth. So it's, it takes practice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell me that was a, a total word vomit because I'm passionate about it, but I would love I'm like, this is her topic. This is this woman's topic. Yes. I want to hear how your relationship was with, was it different between your ballet career and your Broadway career as a student, as, Mm -hmm. uh, as a professional, like speak to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) I want to respond one moment to a couple of things you just said that I think were so important, which was that there's so many different I think some of what you spoke to was that there is a lot of different types of conversations within a performing arts industry. And that was just such a spot on way to describe that we are spending day in, day out, nourishing our vehicles of expression, Hmm. which are often not a vehicle of communication, word to word, you know, for a functional purpose, right? So we're we're communicating as a mode of like expression. (laughs) I felt like I had to do that. That's what it felt like, but we're not communicating necessarily as a human being, right? So the conversations that we have as a student, as a professional, after our careers, those conversations that we're speaking to are the ones where we're coming into them to serve a purpose outside of maybe the role you're cast in at the moment, the company you're working for at the moment, the the production necessarily, but like something you're experiencing as an individual, as an employee, as an artist within that, 
And that can go across the board from conversations about like last week, honoring your injuries, um, pay, casting, promotions, you know, company dynamics, point shoes, you know, there's so many different sort of categories. And I love the point you just mentioned about kind of being emotional as artists inherently, that's what we are. We are expressing emotion to create a ripple effect to the audience, to move them. Yes. And so we show up. So we are already doing work every day to be open-hearted, to serve our art form which we need to learn how to like kind of create the right container to then have a really functional conversation to receive answers, which is why you go into a conversation typically. And you have to be able to kind of discern, can I get through this conversation without reactivity emotionally or I just received a package. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I think, Yeah, I think it really comes down to learning how to harness our powerful artistic emotional energy into a functional conversation. And the more we know ourselves and build practices to like ground ourselves to be able to communicate, the more we're going to set ourselves up for success, like bringing a list in. I mean, that's just one simple way to, to just keep yourself kind of in the flow of that communication. But yes, yes. Yes. yeah. You're bringing, I'm just going to interrupt because you just reminded me of something. I feel like there is a little secret school that artistic directors go to. And it's like, here's how to not answer questions. Like here's how to beat around the bush and then get people out of your office and bless them all. They all do it. Like, at least in my experience, in my friends' experiences, it's and really often because we allow, right? Yes. Because I think it's so hard for us to even take the step to open the door to walk into the office that we get there. And as soon as we get a bit of resistance, it's like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yes. Yes. Instead of going like, like, no, 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 I'm going to stay. And I'm going to ask the right questions to get to the center, to the clarity point of the conversation. And something we've talked about as friends is that there's sort of this misconception that you go in there to get the to get the part, to get the promotion, to get the, no, you're going in there for clarity to move yourself forward. And sometimes the clarity is not the answer that you want to hear. Yeah. Right. So sometimes the clarity is in the no. Sometimes the clarity is in the, you're not going to be promoted. You're, I'm sorry, I can't afford to pay you that. Yeah. X, Y, Z. And being really committed to asking the right questions to receive the clarity point to then make a decision as an individual, as an artist on how you're going to redirect. Yes. Um, yes. Within, within your company, within your production, or maybe it's Intel to go, Oh, I'm ready to make a change. Um, yes. But I think the like, question, first, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, it's like, what's the right question? Sometimes it's like, well, I don't even know what question to ask. Well, why? How? Why? Keep it simple, simple dimple. Like he who asks the questions or she holds the power and that's really how it is. And it doesn't have to be some like expose manifesto of what you're bringing to the table, but you can simply, you know, more often than not in my experience, I did not get the answer I was hoping for. I did not get the answer I went in there to get, but I did because when they said no, or not now or not yet, or not right, then it was for me, I was like, okay, so I'm going to take that. No, I'm gonna have a quick cry in my dressing room. And then I'm going to figure out what that no is allowing me to say yes to, which means considering 
other companies, considering other career tracks or less dramatic, just considering other avenues to put my energy into this season. When, because I didn't get this part, this part, and this part, I'm going to have a little more time and bandwidth to invest in myself in a different kind of a way. So it's like, how can we be productive with the no's that are really just like hidden yeses, you know? Wow. And you also just said something that that I felt, I felt like reflected something I experienced personally, which was that, so getting to the root of the question, right? And it's hard when you're emotional. And so there, there is a moment when you have to take a little bit account of accountability for what kind of communicator am I naturally? How do I make decisions? Yeah. Like you need to learn. I learned about myself. I'm a highly reactive, emotional responder. So I feel things intensely and it, it creates this like very fiery impulse in me to respond when typically I would, it would serve me better to kind of like ride the wave. Yeah. And, um, I think that what, what happens then is it, it gets easy inside of the conversation. If you, if you go in too, too much in a sort of emotional wave, it's powerful to bring your emotions. And I think we should hold them right in front of us and be vulnerable and brave with them. But it's also like, what's the most, what's the route that I'm trying to get to? I don't need to dance around with these topics. Yeah. I'm really just here for this. So it's, it's being able to take the pause Yeah. and you have to practice to develop the, the pause, right? The pause isn't inherent in all of us. We are, most of us that exist in the world outside of performing arts, you don't hear something and then go, no. no, it's like, it's, you know, yes. And, you know, but in, in terms of the, so what, what that often showed up for me, and I don't know if there are people in our community that relate, but it would mean like pulling out my bun and kind of stomping out of the rehearsal on once or, once or twice, you know, just feeling the drama. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> but whereas if I paused, I might've had a more empowering experience rather than a more emotional experience, you know, yeah. um, so I think that, you know, within the workshop, the meditations, the yoga, the conversations, the purpose is to like develop a body that can actually handle those emotions that are bound to come, especially moving out of quarantine, like the world is sort of shifting. And a lot of the, ch there were a lot of challenges inside of that whole um, sort of away from the theater, away from the studio period. Yeah. There's going to be a lot more reentering. It's so exciting. It's so, I like light up every time I see a new announcement of like some studio opening or some theater opening. But what that means is reentry into casting, reentry into conversations. A lot of those things that we were sheltered from outside of this during this lockdown are going to kind of bubble back up to the surface. Yes. And so more than ever, it's important to develop the practices to, to be able to have the pause, to be able to, to navigate the shift, you yeah. know, to give back, to restore the body, to be able to show up in this hustle, you know, yeah, to show up in the conversation. A thousand percent. You, and you just said something that kind of hit home for me, which was, you know, it's scary to think about talking to a superior, you know, in whatever whatever, however that manifests in your life. Um, but those conversations as nerve wracking as they are, they don't always have to be, as you said, this kind of like emotional expose. Yeah. They can still be proactive. Like you can still go in there, have your list, 
say what you want to say, ask your simple, empowering questions and come out. And if you get the answer you wanted, fantastic. And if you don't, fantastic. It's all helpful information. And yeah, it was competitive pre-pandemic in our industry. It's going to be a whole new mammoth monster of competition and of anxiety around re-entering the audition process, re-entering the industry, trying to get jobs into companies, trying to shift companies, trying to leave companies. And it's just, it's how talent is now out of the question because there's so much talent out there. So it's, what do you have that's supplementing your technique, your talent in a way that's going to keep you grounded in very high stress, high anxiety situations. And I've said this before, I'll say it again. Yoga was not my flavor during my dance career. I wish that it was, I deeply resent that it wasn't. What I've learned, one of my biggest lessons from yoga practice is that you take these shapes, right? Which are irrelevant really, because you use, you don't use your body to get into these shapes. Instead, you use these shapes to get into your body. And what they teach you is that in a, in a back bend pose where you're exposing your heart, all of your vital organs to the world, which is not normal the innate reaction of your body is sympathetic, sympathetic nervous system, heart flutters. You go into that fight or flight state. And what do you do? You breathe within it, right? You learn, use this mechanism of pranayama to know, to teach your body because we're, we're physical learners in this industry. So you physically teach your body that I can breathe through vulnerability and rest follows stress. And, and it just becomes, yes, deep side. It just becomes almost like a, an automatic thing, you know, and I've seen it show up. I've seen it show up when I, when I've asked for things, when I've advocated for myself since retiring, um, it has shown, it's shown up. The stuff is like, it works. It works y'all. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to pause it there. There's yeah. It's, it's in the, yeah. Imagine bringing that yogic breath or that practice that you're developing in the meditation. Imagine that being just the natural response in your body. And I just think back to same thing. I'm thinking back to moments in the studio when I think with the tools I have now, just moments that would have lived in such a more empowered place um, for myself and for the people around me, for the company around me. Um, And it's up to us to do it. Yeah. Changing changes now. Want to connect further with our community at Artists Becoming? Rate and review this podcast and subscribe to stay on top of our weekly guest artist conversations and our small chats, big topics. Check out www.artistbecoming.com to learn more about our monthly subscription membership filled with on-demand guided meditation and yummy yoga practices to support your unique journey as a performing artist. Follow along on Instagram at Artist Becoming for sneak peeks and inspiring content and DM us the dream artists, athletes, performers, psychologists that you'd love to hear from or topics you'd like for us to unpack. Sharing is caring, so fire up that group chat, share to your stories, comment, share, 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 and just stay connected with us. We are here for your becoming.